Good evening. Welcome to my home. Tonight, I'm going to share a story with you. You see, I've lived through the ages, and my eyes have witnessed things that would make you question your very existence. I've observed from the shadows as men, women, and children alike being delivered into the afterlife due to unfortunate circumstances, some by my hand and others by others. Welcome to my world where you will experience true darkness. Tonight, I'm going to take you back several decades to the early 1920s. We're in Manitoba, Canada. The vast mountains and wilderness surround us. We can see a man standing near the shore of the lake that sits just below his cabin. This individual is personally one of my favorite stories. Ben Cockrum, an expert animal trapper, cleans his tools in the water. He's made a fresh kill, a beautiful timber wolf, that of which he has skinned the pelt, and he's prepping it. He barters and trades his animal furs for goods, supplies, and rations. Life is hard where he lives. Beautiful and peaceful, but Mother Nature has her fill of delivering harsh, unbearable conditions, even at times for such a man as Ben. He's grizzled, tough, experienced. He's seen things done things with his own hands, which is the reason he's all alone and isolated. He looks off stoically into the wilderness and drinks from a whiskey bottle. We see his mind racing, voices looming through his head. We cut to a flashback memory that he'd rather not remember. We hear the voice of a child screaming. It's Ben's son, Bobby. Wolves are surrounding their camp. And they attacking Bobby. Ben fights for their lives, slashing a stick lit on fire through the air and firing a 45 caliber revolver towards the overwhelming pack. We hear a final scream from the boy. Ben shoots one dead, and another 
is lying there, panting in agony by the burning oh fire remained of his son. drifted off for over an hour, he notices it's dusk and he must return to his cabin. It's dangerous out there at night. He has one last glance off into the distance where his troubling memories serve his vengeance-filled rage. And he screams out, I'm right here, you motherfucker! He picks up his rifle a Winchester 1886 lever action, slugs back a sip of whiskey, and heads to the cabin. We cut to an interior scene of Ben sitting in his cabin. He has a fire burning, and over it, a pot of stew. He drinks again, pulling a photo from his pocket. It's his wife and child. Ben is weeping uncontrollably, trying to make any sense of the pain. Just then, Ben grabs his revolver and raises it to his head. A beat. He pulls the trigger. But it's empty. Just like him. Realizing his sad, isolated reality, he passes out, and we fade to black. The next day, we open on a scene in beautiful Lake Manitoba, where we hear the birds and the sound of sunrise. Ben rises from his drunken slumber. He looks at the sun. It's 8 a.m., Then, he throws on his clothes, loads his rifle, his revolver, and runs out the door. As we cut to a scene of Ben running through the woods, he can hear a faint sound in the distance. He's caught something, but it sounds juvenile. He approaches cautiously, gun drawn, squealing wailing. It's a wolf cub. It's mortally wounded. Realizing the animal is suffering, he approaches it and leans down to it. Looks like a gotcha little fella. He looks into the cub's innocent eyes, pulls his revolver, and the scene goes quiet. Ben is wallowing in the moment. More death. It'll never be enough. There you ben have it. leaves the you dead cub as a crime scene. I kill you it's pack you to bastards. investigate. He wants them to see. He wants them to suffer as he has. Eye for an eye, if you will. With little or no remorse, He grabs his things and makes for his cabin. Peering eyes can be seen watching Ben leave from behind. 
His scent is strong, and he walks like a wounded bear, big and dangerous. As Ben approaches his cabin, it's now dusk. We hear crickets and faint sounds from the forest, but there's an eerie, disturbing silence. It's quiet. He's being followed. He's not alone, and he knows it. Now! It's time for fucking war! He makes for the door quickly. He enters and grabs the rifle and loads it to capacity. He checks his revolver, grabs some more ammo, some gas, a big stick. He wraps the top in cloth and lights it on fire. He runs outside, throws gasoline on the pit out front that he's prepared for this moment. He sets the pit on fire. It's almost completely dark outside. The flames go up. We hear the pack just outside the circumference of his camp. Come on! What do you got? A huge black wolf jumps into frame. Just then, another lunges for him, biting his shoulder. He throws it an elbow and thuds it to the ground. He steps on its skull with his boot. He then picks up the torch and swings it at the next wolf, hitting it with precision. He beats it to death and yelps. He waves the torch around violently. As if possessed, the wolves cautiously surround him. Closer. Closer. Maybe 20 more. Then pulls his rifle back around. There's a tense moment. We hear the snarling of the aggressive pack. Ben's breathing heavily. He's relaxed at the same time. Hardly. We see them both staring at each other. Him at the pack, the pack back at him. He fires another shot, hitting one with precision accuracy. Ah, yes. He's killed five now. A formidable opponent. The wolves back away and regroup. He's empty. Ben quickly reloads the rifle. Just then, another wolf jumps in, biting his arm, and another on his leg. He kicks one off, grabs the other, and throws it over his shoulder, and shoots them both dead. He fires off a few more rounds, but he's running out of ammunition. Another one goes down. He gets bitten again. He screams out. He shoots another. But then, he's out of ammo. The rifle is empty. He drops and reaches for the revolver. Pulls it and starts firing, hitting one, two, three more. He gets lunged at it again and again by another huge wolf. He punches it just before biting him around the neck. It goes to the ground. Then the huge wolf regains its footing and growls at them. He aims, but it's empty. No time to reload. Breathing heavily, he slowly reaches down for the empty rifle and flips it around, stock in the air. 
gripping the barrel like a baseball bat. The wolf lunges for Ben. The pack smells his blood, his fear, all the years of agony and disdain. They pounce. Ben swings with precision, hitting one and dropping it, then another biting onto his flesh and tearing it. He screams out. He pulls a knife from his hip and digs it into the wolf's ribcage. He's covered in blood. There are still maybe eight to ten wolves left. They circle him. Ben slowly gets to his feet. He's bloody. He's battered. Pieces of his own flesh hang from his body. His neck squirting blood. Just in that moment, he hears a voice. We cut to a short dream sequence. And in this moment, it's beautiful. He opens his eyes as a soft white light all around him. The sound fades around him. Time slows down. He sees his little boy. He sees a faint view, his wife and boy off in the distance, yet they feel so close. He can see their eyes looking into his and smiling. He's finally at peace. And with that, we cut back to him. He regains his breath one last time, raises his rifle, and time resumes back in in a flash with two timber wolves flying through the air towards him. He kills one love as the rest of the pack finally overwhelm him and rip him apart. We never hear Ben scream through his demise, just the bone crunching and flesh ripping from his body. Now that's a tough son of a bitch. <laughs> It's not often you hear a story like that one. A man made of steel and a broken heart. Now that's a very dangerous individual. You see, when investigators later found Ben's whereabouts, they had discovered the cabin scene where lay the bones of a large human man and the remains of 11 massive Timberwolves. What is the expression used these days? Ah, oh, yes, never go down without a fight. <laughs> he certainly fought his way to an honorable death. He shot those wolves until he was out of ammo, and then beat the rest with his bare hands until they broke. The fascinating part is, is that somehow he knew his time had come. I don't know that I've ever seen or tasted valor in a human being such as he. What a legend. Certainly one for the book. Here's what I do know for certain. 
you all have a time coming for you. Or maybe I will. Until next time, my friends. Sweet dreams.